So this week's parsha is, is parsha Shemais. Parsha Shemais talks about how the um, was the beginning of the Geula when Hashem sent Moshe Rabbeinu down from Mitzrayim to tell them that it's time for them to leave. Uh, but Moshe Rabbeinu, parsha starts off with the with the, with the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu, we know after he was born, he was he was taken in to live in the house of Parai. And the Torah tells us that when he, when he grew up, he walked out to, to see his people and see their pain. And he saw an ish mitzri that was hitting a Jewish person. And Torah says he looked around, he saw there was no man. And he struck the mitzri and he buried him. And the next passage says he came out the next day and he saw two Jewish people fighting. And he said, why are you, why are you going to hit your friend? So they, what they, he responded back to him, me ish, who made you a man, sar to be a master and a judge over us? You're going to kill us like you killed the Mitzri? So Moshe Benu says he became scared and he said, So Pashas means he became scared and he was nervous that he would become aware that he killed the Mitzri. Rashi says, What became known? The Medrash is. Noida li hadavar, it became known to me the thing Shaisi Tamal that I was wondering. Ma chatu Yisrael mikol ayin umay slays near them by avoid disparch. What did the what did the Jewish people had they sinned from all the nations to be judged with avoid disparch the labor in Mitzrayim? Avol royani shem roim lekach. I see that they're they're royal for this because in the previous Rashi he says that because they were baltal tura and they spoke lashon hara. So first of all, why why would lashon hara be a reason why? The Eden would have to be in Mitzrayim, and I believe this parach in Mitzrayim. And also, why was it significant for Moshe Rabbeinu to learn this at the outside of the beginning of when he's just when he's growing up and he's on his way to becoming the leader? And later in the parasha, when Moshe when Hashem is speaking to Moshe Rabbeinu about telling him to go down to Mitzrayim to accept the mantle of, of the leadership to be the redeemed Kali Yisrael, the pasuk says Moshe Rabbeinu says that. Um, he says, they're not going to believe me. Because they're going to say, you know, Hashem didn't really appear to you. So Hashem says to him, what are you holding in hand? He says, holding a stick. Throw the stick on the ground, and the stick became a snake. It ran from the snake. So Rashi says, why did the stick become a snake? He spoke Lashon Har and So it's very interesting. We find Lashon is figuring prominently over here. First, why the Jews were in had to be Mitzrayim, probably this Perach. Why Moshe Rabbeinu going down to be the Goyal? He has to be told about Lashon Hara. It's a strange thing. And then one last thing we we'll talk about at the end of the Parsha. The Parsha says that after Moshe Rabbeinu came to Mitzrayim and he complained to Pari, he you know, said, let, let my people go. And what happened? Pari made the, the work much harder for the Jewish people. And as Canaan complained to Moshe, look what he did. So, um, he says to Hashem, Why would you do, do, do this bad thing to, the, to this nation? Why did you send me? And it's only gotten worse since you sent me. So Hashem said back to him, Now you're going to see what I'm going to do to Pare. And Rashi says, Now you're going to see what I'm going to do to Pare, but when we go into Eretz Yisrael, the Nisim of Eretz Yisrael, that you're not going to see. Question is, why? How does that, uh, that, that make sense? If Moshe Rabbeinu is, is, is the leader and Kal Yisrael needs him to be redeemed, why are we punishing Kal Yisrael? It sounds like. Simply, and it's actually, in fact, this is a punishment to Moshe Rabbeinu, not to Klai. So the question is, how does that, does that, how is that, how does that work out?
So we'll leave it. it doesn't sound like a tremendous question, but we'll leave it. It'll become clear what I mean after we answer the question. So now, so let's just go back. So the, the, we know that there were two Chorban, two Batei Mikdash. The base of Mikdash was destroyed twice. The first base of Mikdash, Chazal tells us, was destroyed because of the Averis of Avodah Zara, Gilarais, and Shvichis Dam, which are Averis that if a person does them, he can get killed. Karis, it can, uh, can be, it can be best in Kinkel, it can be Karis. Um, the second base of Mikdash, Chazal tells us, was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. Sinas Chinam, um, does not carry an Einish of Misa, or a Misa's Bezdin, or Karis. So the question is, how is how is that equal? How is that one base in is destroyed because of the three cardinal sins, three, these three, three let's say, three worst of errors. But And the second base of all it takes is the Sinas Kingdom. How, does that, how, how, how do you equate the two? So the Pachat says that even though the Averis, we're not assessing the Chaymer of the Averis. What's, what's more, what's more, what's a worse Avera? What we're discussing, they're equal. It's very possible that various of what is are more common because you can see, based on the punishment, you can see that they're more common. But in the ability for them to destroy the basic mikdash, they're equal. He says, Why? He says, Because Kadesh uh, connection with Klai Yisrael, right? Kadesh is giving down, a, showering down, Shefa, showering down goodness to Klai Yisrael. And, and um, there's two ways to stop, let's call it a pipe. Of goodness flowing there. There's two ways you can stop a pipe. How you can do is stuff up the pipe, right? Or you could just not have anything to receive what's coming out of the pipe. Let's say you have a water pipe. The water's coming down. Either there's two ways you can end up with no water. Either you could stuff up the pipe and no water can come down, or you cannot have a, a cup to capture the water. It's not going to help you anyway. So he says the first base of Mikdash, in, in the the way the Kleisol, the Averis caused that they stuffed up that pipe. So they were very chamed their kaveris. They stopped that shefa. They stopped that hashpa from Hashem, and the base mikdash was destroyed. But the second base mikdash, they didn't do that. What they did was, since they had sinas chinam, we destroyed. There was no receptacle for the shefa of Hashem. There's no right. We say shalom makes it's like a base people makes people into being able to accept things. There was no shalom, there was sin aschinam, so there was no cholesterol to receive the rock of Hashem. And therefore there was no shef, and therefore the base mikdash had to be destroyed. So um, that's what he says about the first and second base of mikdash. Now we're talking over here, cholesterol is in Mitzrayim. They still haven't gone into Israel, they're in their first galas. So we're saying, but why were they here? My Shemin says, why? why? I didn't know. How are they here? They're here because they, they speak Lashon Har. What does that mean? So, so first of all, Lashnar would sound like it has to do with the second base of Mikdash more, right? Because it's in Aschina. So if that's the case, so we could say, uh, or a little more related to Sinaskinam, I would say, so we could say that means they weren't yet a nation. They weren't yet a nation in order to be able to come out of Mitzrayim. So they had to go into Gaulus. But more so, I would say, why is it more related to Lashnar and why it's exactly to get to the point? Rashlam Freifeld speaks about this a lot. He says that, um, and other, I think it goes back, I think in, in Moral would say such a concept that. Why does somebody speak Lashon Hara? Somebody speaks Lashon Hara because of his own la- lack of, I don't call it self-confidence, but his own lackings. Because a person himself is chaser and is lacking. In order, how does he deal with that? He talks about somebody else, to bring somebody else down. If a person recognized his own greatness, he would have no reason to speak about somebody else. So that means, Moshe Benu is saying, in light of that we could say, Moshe Benu is saying, you're speaking Lashon Hara. Why are you speaking Lashnara? You're speaking Lashnara because because you you're you're missing your you're lacking in your own self confidence. You're lacking in believing in yourself, and therefore Kali Israel has to be in Gauls because if they don't become a nation, 
It won't be out, they, won't be, they can't get out of Galus. They have, in order for Kalei to leave Mitzrayim, they have to be a nation. But in order for them to leave, be a nation, they have to be a nation of individuals who believe in themselves. So if you're Bali Lashon Hara, now we understand why we had to be Mitzrayim, because Mitzrayim was like the incubator to build Kalei Yisrael, because Mitzrayim, the Galus, that was going to build us up to, to be the people that we have to be. And it's an interesting, if you look at the Pesukim, it's constantly, like we pointed out, it says Lashon Ish, 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 constantly, right? In these Pesukim. Because like it says, but Ish, know it says about Moshe Beinah, but Ish, Moshe, on, he was uh, it was honor of Mikal Adam. You, real humility, I know Shemit doesn't believe this, but real humility involves believing in yourself. The most humble person is the one who believes in himself. If you believe in yourself, you have that self-confidence, you can really be humble. So here we talk about concept about Ish. So we said, Me Samchal Ish, they said, who made you? Here we are, we don't we don't believe in ourselves. Who made you somebody? You're gonna go kill somebody, you're gonna give us, you're gonna give us the Who are you? That's what they said to him. And later, so that so that was Moshe. So we asked, why did Moshe have to experience this first in his first foray out into taking over Kalis to becoming that monarch of Israel? Because he needed to learn what they were lacking and what they needed to fix. They needed they needed to believe in themselves. And then later in the parasha, Moshe Rabbeinu also was accused of saying Lashon Har and Yisrael. He said, Hey, they're not going to believe me. He said, What? It's Moshe Rabbeinu. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, What do you mean they're not going to believe you? You're speaking Lashon Har on them. What, 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 what does he mean to tell them? He means to tell them. He said, I told you, Lashon Hara is because people don't believe in themselves, and therefore they talk about other people. Your job, you're going to be the manic, your job is to, is, to, is to build them up. It's to build up individually and build them up as a cloud. That's what your responsibility is going to be. Don't tell me they're not going to believe me. Then you're failing, because that's your responsibility. And you, you were tough, so um, nachash. You, you spoke Lashon Hara. You took, you're taking, you're, you're allowing for that people not to believe themselves, and that's precisely what you're coming to, to fix. And that, that's potentially why that Lashon Hara features prominently over here. And then we see at the end of the parasha, we see a big shift. Moshe Rabbeinu says, he's no longer complaining about Kla Yisrael, he's defending Kla Yisrael. And he, and he complains to Hashem. He says, Hashem, you, you, why do you do bad to these people? Why do you send me? And Rashi says, he, he says why, why, Rashi even says, why, why am I going to complain about what you did bad to the people? Because you sent me. So he says, he says to him, Therefore, you're not going to go, you're going to see now what happens in Mitzrayim. You're not going to see what happens in Eretz Yisrael when the Nisim go into Eretz Yisrael. We asked, well, why is we punishing Kali Yisrael to lose Moshe Rabbeinu? The answer is, it could be based on what we're saying, is that once Moshe Rabbeinu is successful in building the people into a nation, so it's no longer, it, the punishment is now personal punishment to Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu had his accomplishment. He accomplished what he had to do. He built them into a nation. He built the people up. So now Kodesh Baruch Hu could say to him, Atasir, you're going to see what happens here in Mitzrayim. You're not going to see what's going to happen to Israel because it's only a punishment to you because Kaisal became the nation. Of course, it's true. They wouldn't, you know, there's no replacement for Moshe Rabbeinu. But the point is, we ask, how could we punish Kaisal? They had to get into Israel and they need Moshe Rabbeinu. The answer is that Moshe Rabbeinu now is going to become, Kaisal is now in existence because of the progression of the parasha that they became a nation. They, they, they believed in themselves individually and as nations, so now it could be a punishment for Moshe Rabbeinu. In fact, that's the question. What do you mean now, now you're not going to see what happens to Eretz Yisrael? We know only, only later in Parshat Chukas when Moshe Rabbeinu made the mistake with the Meimariba did he get punished not to go into Eretz Yisrael. So why are you telling me now? It's not, not for this reason they didn't go into Eretz Yisrael. The answer is, but now it became just dependent on you. Because you, you, were, you were successful, so now I can give you, now I can give Moshe Rabbeinu individual punishment. I'm not going to Eretz Yisrael. So the, but the bottom line is that we see that at the, at the root of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, is is uh, and getting out of Galus Mitzrayim is that everybody believing in themselves and knowing that their, their real value, that the real value that everybody has, and then they can become a Klai Yisrael to be of, of, of uh, group value, and that's not only true of getting out of Galus Mitzrayim. Of course, every individual has his own sorrows and own difficulties. The way to get out of it is to believe in yourself, believe that you're worthy, and that is some of the bring the Gula.
Amen. Amen.